Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast. I'm J. Paul Frydenmaker, and I am amazed by all you folks who do fundraising, inviting generous people to resource causes all over the world. In the Breakthrough Podcast, we interview high net worth givers globally to listen and learn about how we as fundraisers can do our best work in inviting people to the party. Thank you for listening in. This is part two of my discussion with Todd DeKreider about the Breakthrough Podcast. We're just going to start right where we left off at the end of part one. All right, let's listen in. So I would say, I totally agree. And on the awareness side, I would say potentially two biggest tools to help you build that muscle would be personality profiles. You have to know one of them well. And all of them walk on three legs, right? So they're not all perfect. Do you have one that you like the best? Um... One or two. Myers-Briggs is yep. my favorite, yep. right? Because you get four kind of parallels and you can learn it. And if you don't know Myers-Briggs or Myers-Briggs personality type indicator, uh, five voices is actually a simplified version of that. So instead of having to learn 16 different types, they break it down into five voices. It's a little easier to, to rep with. And the DISC is probably the easiest version as well mm-hmm. of introvert, expert, people versus task. And there's a version of it where you talk about lion, otter, golden retriever, beaver, which again makes it somewhat more usable. Yep. Because whenever there's four, like there is in the, in the disc, you can, like I always, for the longest time, I'm a D and an I. And yep. I remembered those two and I mixed up S and C because I'm not one of those and neither is my wife. So I didn't have somebody <laughs> in my world right in that moment that as I was learning it, that I can be like, oh, well, that's Paul. Yeah. And the funny thing is all four of my brothers have a different letter on the disc, which I don't know how typical that is. But wow. anyway, we're all different. Um, all right, three brothers and me. I was going to say, I was there five of you? <laughs> Coffee hasn't kicked in. Another there. one came <laughs> since I saw you last. Congrats! Right. Yeah. You're 40. You're I guess. Yeah. No, but I, I disc in 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 five voices. Myers Briggs. Okay. Uh, Culture index is probably the chief out of all of these, but it takes a while to learn. So, do you are you attempting? You meet with somebody. Maybe it's early on in the relationship. Are you kind of attempting to do your best to? place them in in a space you're trying to be aware of they're they're a golden retriever they're yeah. an otter you know yeah. and I, I mean i don't like to, to to put people in a box but it's actually helpful it's very gen x of you <laughs> um, which is also gen x of me to point that out. i don't know what that is but I no i think so well but again what it's and yeah you can put categories and kind of you know stakes in the ground as you get to know somebody with yep. stories and, and uniquenesses but if you're talking to somebody that's a D on the disc, a lion, you need to be brief, be bright, be gone. Talk in bullet points, be short, end the meetings on time, right? But if yep. you're with an I, an otter, they're like, hey, let's hang out, let's talk. They want a friend, yeah. right? If you're with somebody that's an S, again, they're looking for friend. Amicable, the, the I, amicable, otter, whatever we're calling mm-hmm. it. Let's call it otter, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. otter. They're super intentional, relational, life yep. of the party, fun, energy, story. Yep. Right, and meetings probably with otters will run very long. Um, right. The the golden retriever, their faithful lawyer, friends for life, whatever mm-hmm. that person, um, it, you can want to talk more quietly because they're 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 introverted. Mm-hmm. You, you want to make sure you're not talking fast, right? Mm-hmm. With your D's and your I's, your your lions and your otters, you've got to talk a little faster, yeah. right? You got to if you are introverted, you need to bring your energy up a little bit, right? When you're dealing with the otter or the beaver, the ones that are more introverted. You got to make sure you're not speaking fast, right? And that comes too with culture relevance. Like if you're talking to somebody in New York and you're talking slowly, they might be like, dude, do you have like intelligence to you? I mean, come on, dude, let's pick up the speed a little bit. Right. 
And if you're somebody with the Midwest and their farmer background or whatever, and you're talking fast, they're like, are you a slick used car salesman? Right. So what I would say, an awareness is another word to throw in there would be attunement. Okay. You've yep. got to be aware of the person you're talking to, and you've got to adapt your communication style to them. Yep. Which one of the best ways, I think, to help learn and not put them in a box, but one of the ways to help learn is get to know their personality profile. Sure. Get to know that so you can go, okay, what, what do I need to do to match, right? Yeah. I need to figure out where they are and even where they are. So like if you're dealing with Texas and Oklahoma and the oil market is down and you know that's where some of their money is. Right. You need to be aware of, yep. hey, you're probably not skipping stones right now. You, 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 and right. again, oil, especially if they're wildcatting and all that kind of stuff for the risk takers, whatever, they're mm. used to it. Yep. But if it just happened the day before or uh, it, 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 attunement and yeah. awareness is, is probably key there. I'll tell you a story. In fact, <clears throat> this is a meeting that I arranged for somebody right here in Indianapolis. We're sitting here in Indianapolis today. It's a friend you and I know yeah. quite well. And um, I was bringing my CEO that I was working for at the time to okay. meet this guy for the first time. But I know him really well. He's been a, a friend for a long time. I've asked the family to, to give to different causes, and, and we've gotten to know each other. But my CEO would be his first time to meet this guy. Okay. It was a new organization. So I had been raising money from this family from a previous organization now I'm with a new organization. I'd got an agreement from the family to say, yeah, we'd love to hear about it. Why don't you bring your yeah. CEO? And so we were meeting kind of in a, um, like a cafe type environment in a hotel. And I knew that it was going to be informal. And this guy I was working for had a strict rule when you're meeting with a major donor, quote unquote. I just did air quotes right. on a podcast. That was very nice. That was, I saw it. Good. Okay. <laughs> So his strict rule was this, you always wear a tie. Every time you go to yeah. meet with a major donor, you always wear a tie and, and a sport jacket, or in his case, a suit, suit. with a pocket, mm. chi- a pocket handkerchief. What is that called? Pocket square. Pocket square. Thank you. And so I said to him, I said, listen, trust me, you do not need no. to do that with this guy. Yeah. I've, I know him. I've met him for, I know that the, what he's doing and another conference in this hotel is quite informal. There's no need to, to do to that. jeans and collar shirt at best. Exactly. Yeah. Cowboy that's right. boots and probably a t-shirt. Cowboy. <laughs> exactly. Because you know who I'm talking about. And so we, I get, we went separately. Yeah. I get there. I'm sitting with my friend, the donor friend, waiting for the CEO to show up. Shows up, three-piece black suit, mm. tie, pocket square and I'm going very polished shoes <sighs> then he proceeded to talk for 70 minutes oh. non-stop I know this is not presentation mode right right yeah. you know I just yeah. thought oh my goodness and my donor friend afterwards you know uh the my CEO left and and my donor friend kind of pulled me aside and he goes don't ever do that to me ever again and I was like, message received. I mean, yeah. I, I just felt so heartsick yeah. about that. You know, it was that, just it, a, When you're in that connector role, you want to be respectful of right. the, the, the donor, but also the guy's nervous. 
he, he knows who the, 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 the person is and what the capacity is. And right. so they're going to be palm sweaty. They're going to be prepped. I, I went through the night before, but good night. They need to pay attention. Um, yes. Trust local knowledge. Um, that is, you know what? Trust your connectors. 100%. Okay? They will tell you, here's how this is going to go down. Unless you got one with a twisted sense of humor like you who goes, hey, yeah. show up in, in cowboy boots and a t-shirt <laughs> and, the, and they're in a three-piece suit and the lawyer, you know? I mean, come on. <laughs> which I think would be funny. That would be funny. Which That's right. Yeah. yeah. Might be our sense of humor. But yeah, you got to trust local knowledge. If, if the guy really is... really do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, attunement. Well, and and also it's saying, okay, so it's saying, okay, Todd, I'm going to connect you with my friend Joe over here. Yeah. Um, here's how it's going to go down, right? I'm going to tell you exactly how this good connectors know exactly how it's going to work. Yeah. Um, Give a yeah. 90 second summary. He That's wants right. To get to know you. He wants to see you real person. He wants to know your Absolutely. background. He wants to let him drive the conversation. Yeah. That's right. Let her drive the conversation. She's going to ask on this. I just, just yep. so you know, she asks everybody this question. You want to be prepped and ready for it. And I you can't it. be too canned or whatever it is. It. Right. So trust yeah. your connectors. Yeah. Trust your connectors and good connectors know that stuff. And if they're not saying it to you, draw it out of them because yes. they do yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah. do know how it goes down. And some connectors will be directed by the high capacity game, not to coach too much and train too much. Yes. So I had one where the, the resource partner goes, Hey Todd, send him in blind. Do I really need to send him in fully blind? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It, and well, there's a little bit of a power play in that. There is. You know. And that There it, is. So it's for me then was coaching back to him to go, that's not fair. Sure. You know. Yeah. I, I won't coach him everything. I won't tell him your stories. I'm respecting the confidence of our relationship. Yes, that's right. However, I don't think that's fair to them, right? And most of them aren't that weird. That that guy was he, he was particular. <laughs> you know, that is you you get as a development the longer you stay in this profession the more you get insider baseball families yeah, yeah. and you just you have it's a sacred space it is you have to be careful well and some of them i, I got a call from a friend out uh, in the west we'll yeah. say that and he's going hey this is our situation we're looking to connect with other families that are like it i go sweet i can think of one in the north i can think of one in the east and um, I called the one in the north. I said, hey, this is the situation. This is the family. This is what they're looking to connect on. Do you want to connect? And they're very private, yep. right? They're kind of like family verse to summarize them. They've not chosen this, but it is. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Right. Incredibly private. Yep. Um, they never put their name on anything. You can't even find the foundation name tied back to the family or the business. Um, very, very private. And they went, well... Uh, we're going through a lawsuit right now, so it's going to be three mm. years before we can do anything that public. Mm. Mm. And that public was, I was connecting one individual from one family to another individual from another family for a one-on-one -on -one meeting. But wow. that's public. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a different level of private, right? I call the family out east. I'm like, hey, Phil, let me connect you. I got a guy, and this is the situation. They're going through this transition piece of a family business. I think you guys would be, oh, my word, I'd love to meet with them, right? Yep. Phil, again, more life at the party. Yep. Phil teaches at, um, to be enigmatic, some business schools on family business. Yep. He's very out there with their story. They have public, in a, probably put in a book, how many stakeholders they still have in their business and what generation and yeah. rough dollar amounts, which yep. is very rare. Yeah. Um, 
But that's the thing is being aware to the family dynamic you're sitting in as you make the connection of how private and respected and, hey, you, just so you know, hey, you're meeting in a public setting. Yeah. Don't ask anything. Don't yeah. pass any paperwork. Don't look right. like a donor rep. They're hidden. They, they like being hidden, right? right. Or, and, and the other thing that's also interesting is when you're dealing with a family, especially of, of note, when they have the same last name, mm-hmm. but they have daughters who have changed last names. They right. love that. Yeah, right. that's right. I was dealing yeah. with a, a a Gen 3 of a family last name people would know, and she was teaching at an elementary school, and her te- the, the kids in her class went, are you that family? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's not the family. She totally lied. And she goes, oh, no, that's a different family. I'm, I, I, I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> and she totally is. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we probably need to figure out a better answer for you so you don't have to lie. But at the same point, that's pretty common to try yep. to either downplay or yeah. whatever the case is. Oh, well, I, yeah, I, I am, but, right. you know, my, my, yeah, it's, it's, that's the weirdness that comes if they've not. And most Gen 2 or 3s haven't thought through answers to questions. Yeah. And it usually shows up in cars or houses or whatever, and they need to figure out how to talk through that. But, that's um, right. Yeah. The second thing you said on awareness, which I thought was interesting, and I, I would recommend, and I don't know if this is in the curriculum stuff. Yeah. Um, but is is uh, learning body length. So awareness right. can definitely come from right. the personality profiles. I think the second big category is, I think any salespeople in general needs to know body language, mm-hmm. but especially uh, in advancement to be able to know and understand and, and interpret correctly. And you yep. can't like stare at it. Like, you know, if you're sitting yep. there and they change their body language, you can't, you know, like lean in and uh, I'm yeah. leaning in now. You can't see this on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, you can't be like, oh, I just <clears throat> noticed that you crossed your arms when I said that comment. Does that mean you can't? Again, attunement means not <laughs> pointing out observations <laughs> That's right. in the moment. Yeah. At the same time, I was with, a, back in my financial planning days, there was a couple, and it was a husband and wife, and she always came from the golf course or country club. He was always leave early because very, uh, still in, in the active business. And he said something that was a big jerk comment to his mm. wife. And his wife crossed her arms and moves away, doesn't look at him for five minutes. And anyway, we continued on. Doesn't and, and, look at him. Oh, yeah, she's mad at him. He, he was a jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And but, so she gets mad. She turns whoa. away from the husband, whoa. crosses her arms, does this, and won't look yeah. at him for five minutes. Yeah. Anyway, she went to the bathroom, and I turned to him. I said, hey, did you notice after you said that comment that your wife turned away from you, crossed her arms, and didn't look at you for five minutes? Right. What do you mean? Just making an observation. Well, what should I do? I'd ask her if I were you. So he takes off, which was like the hour, longest hour of my life. It was five minutes. So he, I just want to clarify for a second here. You think he, he, he actually did not notice that she was turned away? Or do you think he was just being coy? Um, he gets very filtered feedback and he gets nobody yeah. calling out on his crap. And yeah, he can yeah, be yeah. very blunt, very yeah. crass and very, yeah. he's a jerk. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. But in his business world, because he's so successful, he can get away with it and nobody cares because they want his deals. That's right. So anyway, he walked over to go talk to his wife in, it was five minutes or whatever, and they came back in. She'd clearly been crying. We just continued the meeting like nothing happened. Okay. He left early like he always does. She grabs my wrist and goes, thank you. Yeah. In 34 years of marriage, he's never apologized. I go, oh, he apologized. Well, yeah. not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think but he had a clue. He, he makes a comment to his wife and... You know, it was first wife. It's not like they were, I think they have a normal back and forth. Yep. And maybe he's just having a bad day. Maybe whatever the story was, but he was just a big jerk. Yep. But my approach wasn't to say, hey, Steve, we'll call him Steve, you're a big jerk. It was, hey, I noticed this. Right. I made an observation. 
Yep. I, I noticed this happen. So I was calling him a big nasty jerk without calling him a big nasty jerk. Right. But he goes, what do you mean? I, he, I, I genuinely don't think he knew the gravity of what he said. Yeah. But it sure ticked off his wife. So, you know, what I, so I mentioned awareness, curiosity, which yeah. are two things. They're two tools that you have, reminders in your head that help you to have this, you know, higher EQ or yeah. whatever you want yeah. to call it. But then it's kindness. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when it comes time to, so, and by kindness, I don't mean soft. No, no, Like no. kindness can be kind of fierce sometimes. Yeah. But that is when you can figure out a way to actually look somebody in the eye and, and kindly say, listen, it may not be a lot of people that would be yeah. willing to say this to you. I mean, you don't have to use these words, but this yeah, is your posture. Like it. yeah. Sometimes it's your posture. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and offer it to you. Um, I remember this was an interesting thing. So you know this. I worked for Daryl Heald for 10 years yeah. and helped him to start an initiative that was a global initiative. All, we travel all over the world. And Daryl, we're going to interview him one of these days. He's a great friend of both of ours. Good dude. And, you know, married into a high net worth family, which is also its own interesting thing. And a fun story if he tells it. And a fun story if he's willing to tell it. That's right. That's right. We'll see if he will. But we were talking about two or three years in, and I think he initiated this with me. He said, do you know why I tapped you to come and work with me on this? Hmm. And I said, you know, I kind of wondered about that. Yeah. Because initially, I really thought that he needed one a peer. He needed a high net worth peer for the type of initiative he was building. I assumed he needed a high net worth peer to come and and he didn't. We we learned that he didn't. But nonetheless, I, I said, I'd love to hear. Yeah, you know why? why? He said, You're one of the few people in my life that speaks truth to me. And I thought, oh man, you know, I, I mean and and just I'm reali- I realized in my own heart, just kind of with this egoless clarity, yeah. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but what a gift. You know, well, what a gift. rare. So yeah. the, the story I love telling on that point is the CEO of Home Depot is retiring, and this is six, seven years ago. The incoming CEO goes to the outgoing one and says, hey, what advice do you have for me? Thinking to be on a distributed workforce or competition or the unique projects or whatever. And the outgoing CEO says, your jokes are about to get really funny. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm taking over this company and your advice to me is on my humor? No, yeah. no, no, no. You're in a position of power. You yeah. seem to be funnier, better looking, and smarter than you are. Don't believe your press reports. Yeah. But those people get really filtered feedback. I'll say that's another fun story. So I'm in financial planning and our CEO, and I'm kind of the advisor trainer for new guys coming in. And we get an advisor who's been around six months, the sophomore slump. He's, he's passed the news, shiny's worn off. He's not doing well, and he's ticked on yep. this process. We, and, and our processes were wonky. So he, he was probably right. But he comes in. He's cussing me up and down about how bad the system is, and he's lighting me up. And it was 15 minutes of just him pounding me. I'm like, all right, thanks. Good. Next. What else? Okay. I heard two things in there. You said this, and you said this. Sweet. We're going to go talk to the CEO now. Come on. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, 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 no. You're this hot. You're, you're going to give it to Paul. Come yeah. on. So we go and we, I bring Paul in and I say, hey, Paul, um, he's got some feedback for you. And he's kind of rubbing his hands together behind his back and hemming and hawing and goes, yeah. I, I, I think we have a, a process problem in regards to, and he's very polite and intricate. I'm like, no, 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 dude. Right. You just ripped me up and sideways, cussed me out for yeah. 15 minutes. Give Paul the heat. Yeah. Well, and then he got a little bit hotter. Yeah. But again, the guy can fire him tomorrow. 
right? Right. So Paul's in a position of power. Right. He holds all the cards in this scenario. This right. guy's a junior advisor, can get fired instantaneously on the spot if he goes too far. Yeah. So he dumbed down all, it, it was very polite, it was very succinct, and he pressed slightly. Yeah. That's the difference with people like this, is they get filtered feedback. So when you as the donor rep dealing with a major uh, resource yeah. partner yeah. can come in and say, hey, listen, I, I, and you have to do it with enough relationship, right? There has to be enough capacity back and forth, That's right. capital built between the two of you. Yep. But if you can be that person that genuinely will hold a mirror up to them and say, hey, I, I've noticed you've got a blind spot. Can I help you out, brother? Can I help you out, sister? Right. Um, I've noticed you have a tendency to. I've noticed you. Yep. Right. So this happened to me in a in a meeting in, in uh, with a very high capacity gal, and I started to tell my story and whatever, and she cut me off probably ten times in about five minutes as I told my story, mm. and I go, okay, sweet. So what's your story? And she goes, okay, wait, 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 wait. Um, she said, Kale, I don't know, why I'm going to the rough guy voice. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> She's <laughs> quite lovely gal, but this okay. is the first meeting. Yep. She goes, okay, you can't reference me. You can't put me any, any, and she just starts to give me like, and I go, okay, let's move that aside. Okay. What's your story? Right. And she had to end the phone call real quick. And so next time I, I sat down, I said, hey, just, just so you know, um, I said, that was weird. So yeah. you cut me off about 10 times in uh -huh. five minutes. Uh -huh. And when I went to go ask your story and make it reciprocal, you totally denied me that right gave me kind of a, a rules of our engagement for, for we get, but again, she was burnt and she had been burnt several times by professional people coming right. in and pitching and asking. She wanted to make sure she's not going to get burnt again. Yeah. And I said, Hey, just so you know, that comes off weird. Yeah. Nobody has done that to me before and I'm okay with it. I, I just, but it, it, I just want to let you know that's odd. And so can we go there? Mm -hmm. Cause it sure seems like you've been burnt. Yeah. And she goes, you're right. I shouldn't have done that. And, and yeah, it was a bad season. Let me tell you the story. And then she told me the wow. story. Yeah. And, and again, I had known her before. She was, well, I was going to say, yeah, there's some ingredients in this soup that yes. are really important. Yes. You know, it's not just stone soup. There's, there's some history and because, but, but somehow there was a space there that she felt comfortable coming in and saying, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she she totally had to feel comfortable with me to bite my head off, for sure. Well, that's a good point too. Yeah. Which is good. And, yep. and again, that's a sign of depth of relationship, which is yes. great. Yeah. And again, I can't tell much of the background because I this this is they're not as private as the family I referenced previous, but they're pretty close. Yeah. Um, the we, we had friend, family friends in common, I think yep. is the way to say it. Yeah. And um, she knew some about my story. I knew some about her story, which. Um, the benefit of being a high capacity family or negative is yep. people will know your story whether you know it or not. Yep. Um, as a development rep, um, if you don't have a noted story or whatever, they probably don't know you from Adam. Right. This is a story that's probably, we had background back and forth. The Breakthrough Podcast is produced by myself, J. Paul Frydenmaker. Special thanks to Todd DeKreider for co-hosting with me. In our next episode, Todd will be my featured guest, and we'll get to hear his story of growing up in a high net worth family and his interactions and experiences with us fundraisers. It is good stuff. You will not want to miss it. And may you break through to radical generosity in your efforts to invite people to join your cause. 